Non-existent. I heard Jack. <laughs> he gone. He gone. Uh, I'm glad we have that on tape. All right, guys, welcome to the Willie Robertson Podcast. I'm Willie, and uh, as always, I have my slobby, gluten-free assistant with me, gluten-free. Johnny D. And we have, if you can hear that laugh, you know who the guest is today. Wow, everybody wants to hear from this guy. None other than my crazy Uncle Silas Robertson. Hello, Sal. How's it going? Hey, it's going good. Hey. I ain't as crazy, though, as you think I am. Oh, shoot. What are you I'm talking crazy about? crazy like a fox, buddy. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can fake that. Side so Johnny D went gluten-free. Is it, It's almost been a month? Almost, uh, about three days from a month. I think the last time I saw him, he'd broken out in hives and whips. Uh, <laughs> did you ever figure out what the problem was? I don't know. I ate something weird and wasn't gluten, though. Something so, got me. I, think it I was, thought we determined that you were allergic to gluten-free... I'm allergic to gluten-free flour, like uh, the fake flour. Now, it sounds ridiculous, so I don't like saying it out loud, but... But your doctor said... The doctor uh, said... A doctor said he didn't think not. that was not it. But the nurse said, don't ever eat that again. So well, I'm signing with the nurse. Here's the deal here. What is gluten, anyway? <laughs> okay? I don't know. I've heard y'all no, talk I know, about this. I know exactly what gluten it's is. It's something It's stuff flour. that makes food taste really good. Yep. Although, yeah. hey, time out. I haven't told uh, you this. You yeah. I made... Willie Robertson pasta, and I switched out cream and mushroom, and I added gluten-free pasta, and it was the not as good as yours, but it was the best <laughs> right. thing I've ever cooked. Because you've been eating crap for a month, like any time. That's like going over to other people said prisoner of war camp and giving yeah. them a ham and cheese. They're like, that's it's right. the best thing I ever had in my life. No, but of course other, it is. Other people have said it that aren't gluten-free. <laughs> said that's the best thing I've ever cooked. I, uh, that's why you broke out. You would have I, been proud. Hey, that's why you broke out. I had out. the bell pepper and the onions uh. and the celery. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> oh, if you go with the stuff that makes everything you don't want it in your, you know, it makes everything great, and you don't put it in your food, that's why you broke out in hives. Yeah, he, he's just his yeah. body literally yeah, his body revolting. Just shut, yeah, it's revolting right. from like quit. it rebelled. But he's gained weight. He hasn't. I thought he would lose weight because all yeah. he eats is pepperonis and cheese and cheese. That's what I. Well, eat. now hey, I hate pepperoni and cheese ain't bad because I eat pepperoni and cheese all the time on pizza. <laughs> See, but okay. I can't eat pizza. So. He can't eat pizza because the gluten is in the dough. Oh, good grief! And so I just go home and then it's I basically eat, like, in wheat that it's right. it's the glue that pulls. Right. Flour and all that stuff together is gluten. I eat like half a piece of grilled chicken, then I'm sad, and then I eat like a pound of pepperonis. Look, it's you need to go and live and place. live with the Amish, okay? <laughs> and then you'll be all right. They eat bread. Uh, hey, well, I'm telling you, hey. I know, he's saying it, you won't be gluten-free, but you'll be all right. You'll be all right. You'll, you'll be better you'll be, off than you are right now. Right, you'll be building barns. <laughs> you'll right. have a phone. You'll have a television. Hey, you'll hey, go look. through Rum Shaker for a couple of years. Hey, look, they'll work that weight off of you, okay? Trust me. I've lost weight. <laughs> I'm not fat anymore. <laughs> uh, this went down the road. <laughs> no matter what, we ended up on the Amish people. Uh, for all our Amish hey, they're good people. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, wait, Amish are good people. Of course they're good Look, people. Look, there's they're nothing just... wrong with hey, living like you were in the 1800s. 
All I'm That's saying right. is, I don't think I love it. that they're listening. Oh, you love it? Why don't you go be a Amish person? Well, hey, if they invite me, I might. Thank you. You can't have a rod and reel or. What? That's all right. Hey, no, I'm, I, I can still use the cane pole. Okay. That's a rod. Actually, right. Sai may could. He may could pull off the Amish lifestyle. Oh, no. I could go. Although I, you're on television. Well, so you can, to get him for this goes. podcast, I had to call Well, they would kick me out because of that. <laughs> I, they wouldn't. No, that's it. I'm out. That's it. He's a TV star. That's, right. that's it. I forgot about that. I'm well. Not, no good. We have Cy Robertson on the show. Uh, he is a television star. star uh, the star of. Well, I'm on TV. A&M. I wouldn't go far. I'd say you're a star. star. I'd say you're a star. You've been on the most watched reality show in the history of cable television, which is Duck Dynasty. And uh, now we've got some new news. I've been waiting to share this, but I was waiting for the network to drop it. it I've hinted. I've hinted at it, but I haven't said it. But Cy has his very own show that is coming out in a couple of weeks. It's called Going Cyril. I like it that a while ago when I walked in the door, he asked me what the name of the show was. Um, it's called <laughs> Going Cyril. Uh, it is where Cy learns all things internet. And uh, his co-host on the show, which he calls his sidekick, uh, yeah. is m- myself. I'm actually on the show as <laughs> well. Exactly on the show. So it's Cy's show, and it's a 30-minute show. It's going to be right after Duck Dynasty. Called Going Sire. I've seen some of the promos. Sire, have you seen some of the commercial promos? No, your wife brought it in the other day and said, Hey, you want to see the promo? And I said, No. <laughs> okay. 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 Look, I'm going to watch that jump. Then it got weird. <laughs> he <laughs> said I was there. They're actually pretty weird. It's a wild promo. You're oh, no. Like, look, well, hey, here's the best. weird. I know, but here's the best part of this, okay, is I actually got Willie in training. Okay, for the first time, okay, he's actually going to learn how to, you know, what it means to be a boss <laughs> under my tutelage. I am a boss. Hey, hey, I know, but you're going to learn how to do it under my tutelage. So it's our show. He is in charge of the show. So, uh, yeah, I'm his little minion. That's right. And That's we, a good uh, word, minion. Yeah. I like to use that. So we uh, we watch videos. Some of the show we watch videos. And make comments, and Sai has some rather bizarre comments. Um, and then other parts show we have little games, uh, so we bring in um, guests, uh, which are mostly people that we know are related yeah, to. Right. Johnny That's D. the best part. Of it. That's Johnny the best D's part of it. on an episode. Been on an He's episode. been on it. With old Mountain Dog. Old Mountain Dog. We got, brought him out of retirement. Yep. It got weird pretty quick. That hey. dude is funny. Who else was on with you, Sadie? Me, Sadie, and yep. Mountain Dog. Sadie's yep. on the show, so we got some of the kids. Uh, Jeff and Jessica, Kay. Kay yep. was kind yep. of a regular. Students. One. Students. Uh, yep. We got Al on the show. Um, so, yep. yeah, it's fun. Uh, hadn't gotten Phil yet. You think we'll uh, get Phil in the studio? To, <laughs> no. No, probably no, not. Phil, Phil done with this. <laughs> then we also recreate some videos, uh, which those are fun. Cy does life hacks, uh, which a life hack is like a internet video that kind of shows you how to do stuff and help you in life, and Cy does some of those. Yeah, you know, I still can't believe all this stuff that's happened on the internet. Yeah, Cy, a lot of stuff has happened no, on the I internet. No, I know. I know. It's unreal. Did it did doing the show did it make you want to go on the internet and kind of troll around? No, look, hey, I'm gonna let another cat out of the bag, okay? <laughs> Since you've already let out the show, hey, I'm gonna talk about my music career. Oh, here oh we my go. gosh, Sal, we hadn't finished talking about the show. <laughs> well, no, no, yeah, but I got to throw it in there. Look, 
my band, a couple of members of my band was down the other night at the house. Look, and we had a guitar, so he started playing, and we'd done a little singing there, you know, live, okay, on the Internet. Look. Live we, on the Internet. You no, know, no, I'm serious. And look, we had over a million three hundred thousand hits before the night was out. So you are learning about the oh, internet. So I you am learning the about lingo. the internet. That's right. Si, so Sai is um, as now he also has a new show going viral. He's still on Duck Dynasty, um, and he also is starting a music career, which actually kind of happened last year. I think on the season finale, whenever we went to, went Nashville. to Nashville, yeah. So I was kind of trying out, right? So I got him in front of some people, yeah, and uh, so he's going forward. This uh, he's got a new band. Um, what's the name of the band? What's the name of Uncle Sai and the Psychotics? Uncle Sai and the Psychotics. And now, that, where, where's your band from? Where, where they're are they? from Arizona. Hmm. Now, how did you get? Uh, do they live in Arizona still? Or are they yep. here? Nope, they still live in Arizona. Now, how did you get hooked up with a band from Arizona? I did a fire relief over there when they had a bad fire in the desert. I can't even remember. It's Wilson Fire Relief, I think, was the name of it. Yeah. And that's when I met Matt, the head of the band. So you met the band, and then y'all decided, because you had another band, which is uh, kind of more local, so you moved on to this band. Yep. And um, now y'all played some gigs, right? Yep. We had. I remember uh, one time we were on a plane. I was flying to L.A., I think, and you were going to Vegas, I yep, think. Yep. Just Nevada. Off, Nevada. Just, Outside of Nevada. Outside of Nevada? Yeah. Well, we, we landed. No, no, we landed in Vegas, and then we went to the... Uh, so you were just off the strip, like yep. 30 or 40 yep. miles. Yep. A little, little more than that. But we done two nights at a casino over there. How was that? How'd it go? It went good. It was a good show. So do you have... Now, I know... Um, oh, we just... Well, I can't... We can't reveal what just happened, but we'll, there's a big... Duck Dynasty coming up, where you play with the band. Don't say who it was, um, but oh, I, the, that I, one's coming up. Yeah, that was a fun yeah, episode, yeah, and I more of a side with music. Um, and so, now what? Are, what are your goals? Uh, about did you buy the tour bus? I told you no, not to buy. No, it. I did not. Thank good. He finally I, listened to something I, I told I, him. I did not. I said don't buy it. Just lease one if you got to. But you don't no. want the commitment of owning a tour That's bus because right. it's a lot of. It's like owning uh, an airplane. J.D., it costs a lot of money to own an airplane. You can just rent one. Just rent one, it ain't as bad. Just use it, yeah. When you own it, it's yours. So, uh, now what are your goals from this music? Uh, You were in your latter part of your 60s, and um, what are the goals of what you want to accomplish with music? Uh, The only thing I want out of music is, okay, is make a little money and then go out and have a lot of fun. You don't need any money. Oh, yeah, no, no, you got to make a little money, okay? I love this guy. So hey. he went from no money yeah. to some money, yeah. and now he needs a little more money. <laughs> he needs a well, little more money. Hey, look, so you, you want to do something you want to do. I told you. Mainly I'm doing it to have fun. Mm-hmm. Me and my daughter-in-law. Right. Okay. Marsha's his daughter-in-law. Yep. Marsha's married to Scott, my yep. cousin. Uh, I built them a beautiful fence over at their place uh, where they live. <laughs> wanted to get into the wanted to get into that because I thought a, it was where Sai lived, but that's turns out I built my cousin a very that's expensive right. fence. Hey, he appreciates it. Of course he, he does. Yeah, yeah, I would too. Crap. Right, right. So Marsh is a singer. Where's Marsha from? Huh? She's she? from California. Okay, she's from yeah, her California. Mom, her mom lived in California. So she's married to Scott Merritt, my yep. cousin, Sai's son, and. Uh, 
and they live here. So you got now? Do y'all sing together, or is it does Marsha sing and then nope. you sing, or some together, no. some we separate? sing some together, and then she sings, and you know she's got her own song. She sings. She sings one that uh, Allison Krauss sings about you say uh, you sound you say it best better when you say nothing, nothing at all. all. Yeah, one of my one. favorite songs yeah. of all time. And she does a real good job. Of it. She's actually John got a Day, good voice. You know that, don't you? Oh, yeah. I think so. You say yeah. it best, Allison yeah. Krauss and the Union Station. Yeah. Union Station was on what movie? Yeah. My favorite movie, one of them of all. Shawshank Redemption. No, there wasn't a lot of singing, except for that opera lady on that one. <laughs> when he got locked in, when he locked himself oh, in. Uh, oh, there, brother, where art there, thou? Oh, brother, where art thou? So there you go. That's the oh, Union brother, Station. Where and somehow thou? they were connected to your cousin, right? One of our cousins was. Yeah, Mac Hobbs and uh, Port Marv's wife, okay? They uh, sang at the Union Station, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah so. Yeah small world we live yeah. in but yeah, yeah actually my i don't know how that'd be related it was Simon phil's cousin so my yeah. third cousin is that what yeah. it is I if think it goes I up the chain like, if wait, it goes up or is it it's like, like once removed i actually saw a chart of cousins the other day and john luke and sadie aren't even my second cousins they're my first cousins once removed is that once, what it's called once removed what's this once removed came over that crap yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah. it should go well, down the line yeah. it's yeah. weird like you can have a great uncle. I think it would be a that would be my great cousin, right? Your great uncle's like grandkids would be your third cousin. No, your great uncle's kids would be your second cousins. Technically. Well, look, according to the chart I saw on Facebook like two days. I'm ago. saying, what are the cousins of your parents? That's the the cousins of my parents are like grand first cousins. He's blowing smoke. I'm, I'm of course you are. Here's I'm the thing, okay. Look, look, Irene is my mother's sister. Okay. So her children would be what? Second cousins? No, that's your or first, first cousins. Or first that's cousins. your first cousins. Well, it's first cousins, yeah. And that's first what I'm thing? saying. Now I'm just trying to figure out what they are to me. Yeah. They're your first cousins. Yep. So he's And your... my father's, not just my uncle's first cousin, yeah. but they're my yeah. father's first cousins. That's your uncle. Yeah. Oh, your father's cousins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My yeah. father's first cousins. cousins. First cousins. Okay. I've we got, need to find this out before somebody got, marries somebody got, and they've married somebody related <laughs> to them. Crap. This is why I've got the people chart. in Louisiana and Arkansas I've marry the their chart. cousins because we can't figure out that's the that, system. I've got the chart. It's like this is all, this is just like the Electoral Congress and all that crap. We're trying right. to figure out how you'd get a Look, president. We don't know how so to make this. Is their names their names is Mac Hobbs. So what you know, is he there? No, well, I that, don't what is ch- that? That doesn't have nothing to do with. I have a chart of like. <laughs> he's got, well, I thought okay. he had a chart with the name. That's how Sai thinks about the internet. Call him Matt Cos. Figure it out, JD. Re- right. Look, look so that up. Your dad's cousins' kids. Mm-mm. No. Your, your dad's just my cousin. dad's cousins. What Our are they to me? First cousin once removed. What's just once I don't removed? Like that. that sounds like they're not really cousins. Yeah. They're What's, not. I guess once What's removed. But it goes. What? It goes up and down. So, like, John Luke and Sadie are my first cousins. Who came up with this system? This is It's a chart. Who came up with that crap? Who made the chart? Who made made the chart? So I put his mic down so he could yell. (laughs) Alice J. Ramsey made this chart in January of 1987. What? Well, is she akin to us? 1987? No, this needs to be like 1787. If you Google cousin chart, it's the fourth one. On images. This is the fourth chart? Yes. All right. What, what, is, well, what about we the first three? We need the official. What's the first three? That's the same okay, thing. Okay, but speaking of cousins, so Granny and Paul 
I hear, as your parents, my grandparents, <laughs> I hear that they were cousins of some sort. Uh, see, well, that's Is that we true, son? Look, this chart doesn't I, go in were your, Here's the question. Were your parents cousins? I don't know, okay? Cause I, well, I that's what I've heard. I can't figure all that out. See, that's, that's what that I, is, I just says. No, when no, you put the question, that, he says, I can't figure it out. No, no, that is the rumor, okay, that they was actually – Somebody said third, but I think we actually looked that up, and it was second cousins. <laughs> well, the chart, no, but that's not true because if, if they would have been cousins and had offspring, then the offspring would have been really weird. One. Bow. <laughs> now, now we're starting. Now we're starting. That was the Duck Dusty guitar. If you missed yeah. that, barrel. So, uh, Bow. so Bow. my grandparents were cousins and had sigh. I that's don't it. know. That's, that's all, all I gotta say. So I report the math and figure it out. I'm just, I'm just telling you. <laughs> this is the weirdest. Hey, who would have thought? Huh? And this started with Sai's music career. Um, all right, so Sai, you're, you're a, now you're not really a musician. Have you learned the guitar yet? Because I know you were taking. No, the, I uh, haven't. You were taking the what's it called, John D? The um, the chord, chord buddy. buddy. The chord, chord buddy. buddy. Yep. I don't moved on from that. Uh oh. Okay, I've taken the chord buddy off, and I can actually make the chords with my own fingers. Oh, okay. There you go. Okay. Because he was yeah. performing with the chord buddy attached to oh, the yeah. guitar, which and was, was getting, awesome. And I was getting down. He was getting down. <laughs> no, no, look, they've actually got a video of me, okay, and the the guy that made the chord buddy thing that goes on the guitar, uh-huh. Travis. He said, Travis Perry said, hey, look, I looked at the video, and hey, you got it down pat. You was well, of course rhythm. Travis is going to say that because well, you're of course, using it's his, his product. Deal. Yeah, it's his deal. But look, I was getting down, and I was with him. Okay, but you're more of a vocalist than you are That's a it. picker. I'm more of a singer than a picker, but yeah. I am. Look, yo, know, look, I've got a lifetime to learn how to play a guitar. Here. Okay, <laughs> so look, I'm in my prime. a lifetime. Yeah, so I'm, I'm in, in my prime. prime. I'm in my prime. I'm 68 gone. years old. I ain't hit 70 yet. <laughs> my bad. Hey, by the time I'm 70, I'll be playing a guitar. So this is what. So you actually just want to make some money and have fun. And have fun and doing something that you want to do. That I love to do. Right. Now, yeah. was that the case in the military? Did you love making no, your living that was, from the military? Look, no. That was, look, I didn't realize how much fun I had in the military till I actually retired. Okay. I had a blast in the military. Because, look, cause, you know, I do just what I, you know, I did with, you know, what I do to Willie. as he, He's my boss. I drive him nuts. Yeah. I did the same thing to all my officers. <laughs> Look, in a in a twenty four and a year in a twenty four and a half year career, okay, I worked for twenty three officers. Yeah, I don't know what their problem was, okay? Because, look, <laughs> twenty one out of the twenty three officers tried to put me in jail. Okay. I only had two really good officers that understood me and we got along. And everybody else tried to put you in jail. Yeah, and all, all the true? rest of them, all the rest of them, they had some kind of attitude problem. I don't know what the deal was. So when you retired from the military, did you retire yourself, or were you moved on? They no, asked you to retire. No, they actually kicked me out. Did they? That's the honest truth. Okay. But I wonder what, if you're at twenty four and a half, why not just go and get? No, no, I would have been. No, I'd have been thirty. I'd have been a thirty year man. Okay, oh. but at the time, a force reduction. 
come into play and, quote, force reduction and uh, budget crunch. They just come up, look, they just come up one day and announce from the Pentagon, if you've got this number of years, hit the road, Jack. Yeah. What year year did you retire? I actually retired in 1993. They'd done this in 1992, though, when they come out to the Pentagon and said, all right, hit the road, Jack, you know, street. And I meant immediately. Then, hey, all the sergeant majors in Europe jumped on the plane, went to D.C. and said, hey, you can't do people like this. you got to give them a little heads up and let them get ready. You know, so that's why I retired a year later. Uh, I see. So and were you in Germany when you were I was in Germany, yeah. So you were in Germany. Then yep. you come back uh, to United States, so 93. 93. That is 23 years ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you, I were, actually, you were about my age when you actually retired. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, I was young. But anyway, I left, you know, uh, retired in 93. Then I went to uh, Alabama for a little while. Bought a place over there, up in the mountains, and right above Huntsville, right on the Tennessee, Alabama. You worked line. at a golf course. Worked at a golf course. You know, did a, Did you like I, that? Oh no, I had a blast. Yeah. Look, I had a blast. You know, <laughs> look, blast. and I drove the superintendent of the golf course. I drove him nuts. Drove him nuts. Yeah. That's right. Because look, I was always wanting to hunt and fish on the golf course. Yeah, it's a that's great why, place. To that's hunt. all where the game's at. Right. You know, we'd and be not mowing. A lot of pressure. Oh no, we'd be mowing. You know. Got two more back and forth coming, you know, want to meet each other. You know, I look, you know, the guy just went by me, and here's come big eight point in between me and this other guy mowing. You know, and I'd ask him the next day. I said, hey, look, deer season's fixing on up here about two weeks. Can I can I go deer hunting down there? He said, we got people golfing. I said, look, I ain't no bother the golfers. I just want to kill me a big buck. I seen him this morning. He wouldn't let me deer hunt. But look, as soon as I left there, guess what? One of the guys called me and said, Robertson, you're not going to believe what happened. I said, what? He said, I went deer hunting this morning down there on, uh, you know, nine on the river course, and I killed me a big 14-point buck. I said, get out of here. He's letting you hunt over there. I said, you tell that sorry rascal. I hope he, I hope he, I hope it's somebody fires him from <laughs> He wouldn't let me hunt, and he let y'all hunt after I left. Well, maybe you're just a trend. Maybe you're just like the guy who lays I'm out the, the trail, foundation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm the trailblazer. Right. Yeah. I mean, you get run off, but yeah, then that's it. Then they get you to set hunt. it up for the next right. people. Then they get to hunt. Pitiful. So then after that, is then, that when you ended up in West Monroe? Yep. That's when Phil. I called him one day, something checking on him, see if he's killing anything or something. He said, "He said, how's it going?" I said, "Horrible." And I, he said, "What are you talking about?" I said, "Well, I'm working with a guy right now. He's all negative." You know, and he said, well, hey, look, here's what you need to do. Chuck it to that bunch. Come over here and work for me. And I said, you got a spot for me? But he, then you ended up in a room with Jace, which yeah. seems ironic. No, no. you well, left a negative guy yeah, to work with Jace. No, no. But look, hey, yeah. But he said, uh, you know, I ain't going to be able to pay much. And I said, well, hey, I'll eat good, right? He said, oh, yeah, you'll eat. Get, you know, we were down here on the river catfish every day or whatever. I said, hey, you know, give me about two days and I'll be down there. <laughs> Look, I went home. I went home that day. Told Christine, I said, "Guess what? If we can sell this house, I'm gone. We're going to Louisiana." <laughs> yeah. So, what did she say? Was she excited uh, or was uh, she... no? She said, <laughs> "No." Actually, fact. Look, when we first come to Louisiana, yo, know, she told me after we left. She said, "Nope, I'll never go back to Louisiana." So hey, when she found out, you know, she had said, "Hey, you need to, you need to just, you know, we need to move to Louisiana." Yo, know, I called Trace and I said, "Hey, your mom's dying." <laughs> yeah, you know, 
Because she said she'd never go to Louisiana again. Trace is his daughter. And no. so you, yeah. you thought uh, she said, was I ill. I thought she was ill. Right. Yeah. She but she just to... said, no, she said, you're not happy. And she said, hey, I know if you get back in Louisiana with your family, you'll be happy. So she was ecstatic about it. You know. Well, she as done. it turns out, for a career move, it was yeah. a pretty good move. Oh, no, yeah. And it took a while to yeah. oh, no. marinate. But yeah. It, yeah, Phil said that. He said, you know, he said, Si, he said, when you said, okay, hey, yeah, I'm coming over to work for you, he said, you didn't get paid much. You know, you ate well, but you didn't get paid much. You didn't have to work really hard because you took a nap every day, about two hours. <laughs> yeah. so, so it was it was a good deal. Then then the show come along. And Phil Dahl was telling everybody, the kids and me, someone, hey, just hang in there, guys. Look, I'm telling you, the ship is on its way. You know, I can see it. I can see the mass at the top, way out there on the ocean. You know, they got the, Phil got, said that? Yeah. He oh, said, the ship, crap. I'm serious. Yeah, well, Phil told me that it was the worst <laughs> idea he'd ever heard was us being on television. So, obviously, he's amended that statement yeah. uh, now yeah. to where he yeah. saw a, sh- a phantom uh, ship. Yeah. He saw a ship, right? He thought I was fixing to sink the whole thing right in the middle of the ocean. That's right. We were going to all go down. Yeah, it's like the Titanic. <laughs> well, so uh, so now how has your life changed since this show um, has Look, happened? How exactly has really? that changed your life? Really, the only thing that has changed, okay, is I, I've got the opportunity, okay, to do things that I would have not been able to do before, okay, or I wouldn't have never done them because I wouldn't have the money. Right. I actually get to go deep sea fishing, okay, which is entirely a totally different world when you get on the ocean because, trust me, everything in the ocean has got big teeth. Okay, <laughs> and I'm talking about, look, hey, you know, the first time I went, I never, I don't think I ever got a whole fish in. It was, Something was eating your fish. I'm talking about, bam, I got one, okay, then bam, oh, then when I really it's oh, it broke the line, read it in, no, it didn't break the line, I had a 15-pound snapper on, red snapper on, but all I've got is the head, and they've got pictures of me, <laughs> hold, holding, look, holding the stupid head, that's all I get. Si is reeling the fish in. You can't yeah, see that, yeah. but he's it's actually like, did the entire reeling. They're very missing out on his He act. held the yeah. fish out. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I'm telling you. <laughs> we, ain't got, uh, we ain't got live feed except for audio. Okay. No pictures, boys. <laughs> well, I just wrote a book, Si. You'll enjoy it. It's called American Fisherman, where we talk about uh, fishing on uh, out. You wrote a book about fishing? Of course I did, son. Oh, good grief. Have you written a book lately? Uh, yeah. I just say, hey, what's just, it called? It's called Sirenity. Well, there you go. So uh, I don't want to hey. hear from you, uh, big boy. <laughs> sirenity. No, hey, you ain't no fisherman. Are you crazy? You're, hey, your dad was a fisherman. Oh, here Look, we go. Hey. Si, I've caught more fish oh, than you told stories, son. Oh, good. I've caught fish <laughs> I forgot about. <laughs> yeah, because you ain't never caught them. It's an illusion in your mind. <laughs> God. I love how Sai says that there other people have illusions in their mind. So you wrote the book. The book's out. What's the yep. book about? What is going? The book is about what I have been doing. Sirenity. Okay. Since Duck Dynasty hit the air and became such a big success, it's actually when I've done it. And and one of the coolest things about Duck Dynasty, what it's done for me, it's actually strengthened my faith in God Almighty. Wow, because that doesn't happen with a lot of no, some no, people I, lose I, their yeah. faith. No, I'm serious. It's actually strengthening it because 
you know, here's the deal. <clears throat> you know, I tell people all the time when I'm out at events, I said, look, if y'all don't believe in God, y'all need to look at the Robertsons. <laughs> I said, because, hey, here's the deal. Look at all the Robertsons. Look at what God has got to work with, and look what where he's taking it, you know, which is pretty good. <laughs> okay? So look, right, we, and you would think, well, before you wouldn't think that no, we would be able to be used in that no, way. And so to no. take this family, it is remarkable. No, no, it is. It's truly amazing what he's doing with yeah, the Robertsons. Because with all the screw-ups and all, you know. Well, you know, I look in the mirror, morning boys. Okay? <laughs> what exactly hey, do you see no. when you look in the mirror? <laughs> well, i tell you what I don't see. I don't see a big TV star. <laughs> You know, and evidently, okay, he's made me one. Well, evidently that's the case. And there's yeah. a lot of fans who have helped make you that. Why do you think that people, why do you think that kind of how you are resonates with uh, with fans and why they like watching you? I think the the real reason is, okay, because I tell them out when I'm out, you know, about looking in the mirror. And I said, God, look, when we're filming, I said, all the rest of them have to come up and they got to act a little bit. I said, me, all I've got to do is show up and be me. <laughs> yeah, which is neat, really. Well, okay? there is. I think the authenticity uh, is which, what I've heard from a lot of people. I think it's a combination. They know that in our hearts we love the Lord. and We're not perfect for sure, but nope. they know that we love the Lord. They know that we're authentic. I mean, we're probably the same people we were before. We just more people know who we are now. And at the end of the day, say, you got to admit, there's something about being funny, not taking yourself too seriously, and just being able to laugh. And I think the Robertsons have always been able to do that and laugh and have fun because well, we don't like being boring or boring people. And so, uh, you know, why not have fun with it? Well, that's what, you know, a lot of people asked, and I said, well, this this is what I grew up with. I said, when you see that at the table, okay, and Phil or whoever asks, offers the prayer to the Almighty thanking him, for what we have, okay? That's what I grew up with, okay, as a child. Well, you know, everything with the Robertson family always centered around a table, okay, with food on it, yeah? It's just it's one of them things. And look, we actually grew up and actually liked each other, <laughs> you know? I mean, it's not to say that we didn't fight like cats and dogs when we was kids, okay? We did. But I actually enjoy being around Phil and Tommy, you know. I actually, I, I love them, and, and we have a good time when we get together, okay? Yeah, and there, there's something to be said. Not all families have that, and not all families get along. But uh, I think the storytelling, as I look at that dinner table, and I remember when we were kids, and uh pa, little, pa and little dinner table. Yeah, Granny yep, and Pa yep, were there. Yep. But it was always storytelling, I think. TV is basically storytelling, and so, yep. you know, you'd hear stories about, mostly about what you had going on in life, which was a lot of hunting and fishing, and you'd tell a story, and then the good ones got told over and over and over, and uh, spiced up a little bit, and, yep. and we still tell some of the same old stories that we've always told, and so uh, I think it's Americana, I think when people see that, even if they're not like that in their own family, it, it gives them something to strive towards. Yep. Um, to be better as a family and just that time and i think studies have proven that just that time sitting around a table and talking and just taking time out of a busy day no electronics and all that 
it's really helpful. It's helpful to the soul and well, it's helpful to people. That's one of the things that you know, when I, I used to tell y'all when y'all was little, you and Jason and Alan, I said, y'all are so lucky. Y'all got Paul and Ma there with y'all growing up. Mm-hmm. See, I, I didn't get to know either daddy's or mama's father. Right. You know, and I've always, uh, grandparents give kids something that they will get from no one else. Okay, right. and I think it's because a, a grandparent has time to actually sit down with the grandkids and talk to them. Okay, right. and because like I, I just I would have loved to met Daddy's daddy. Right. Okay, because he grew up when you know when it was the horse and buggy days. Right. Okay? You know, Daddy used to talk about when he was a child, they would go to town with you know two mules hooked to a wagon. Okay. Go to town, buy groceries. The wagon would be slam full, okay, of groceries, and he would spend he would spend five dollars, <laughs> okay, and come back with a load of you know, hundred pound sack of flour, hundred pound sack of potatoes, hundred pound sack of rice, okay. Plus, daddy, you know, we kind of lived, you know, <clears throat> it was the nineteen fifties when we were growing up, okay. But we lived like we was in the 1850s, okay? We had to smoke out. I don't out. know, 100 pounds of this, and that sounded like y'all just went to Sam's. Well, no, no, well, see, that's, that's what the temple, it wasn't Sam's. This was just a, this was a hardware. It, it was Sam's if the guy's name was Sam that owned the store. Well, well yeah, but this was just an all-the-way-around store. Hardware store, food, groceries, whatever. Food. You know. And was that in was that in Northwest Louisiana? Yeah, yeah. Is that where in, he grew up? Yeah, yeah. I was in Vivian. So he, yeah. so he was Vivian, Louisiana, just north of Shreveport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. over in thirty miles north Shreveport. Yep. So uh, that's over there. Well, like, uh, when well when we was kids, okay, we was you know uh, lived on a hill in a log cabin. Okay, that's why we grew up with no running water, no inside water, no bathroom facility. We had an outhouse at the back. Okay. You know, and I mean, literally, when the winter time come, okay, your know, mama's got like, uh, you know, magazines, newspapers stuck in between the logs, okay, to try to stop the wind howling through. Okay, so it was. It you gets know, a we live chilly out there when you're trying to do your business. Oh no, no, no! Look, oh, it was rough, you know, especially if you had to go at night, because like me, when I was young, I was scared of the dark, and like, <laughs> you know, so hey. When you got to go to the outhouse 50 yards away from the house, yo, at night, oh, yeah, no. So it, it was a <laughs> oh, wild, yeah, yeah, it was a wild ride, let me tell you, really. Oh, well, Si, I wish your, I wish uh, Paul's daddy could see you now. He would probably uh, get a big tickle out of where uh, oh, no. you and Phil well, and even, everybody has yeah, come. Yeah, even daddy and mama, and I figure they do. I figure they're watching from heaven and said, well, hey. Look where he ended up. Something turned. I know. Granny almost made it uh, to see a little bit of it. So, yep. uh, at the time, she was the most famous because she made Prices Right. Yep. And, she uh, dominated and, on and Prices won it. Right and won the Prices okay. Right. So. That's right. She yeah, won, I think she, she won would two be, cars. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, I know it. Yeah. Oh, she won the big showcase. Two cars, a bunch of other stuff. Hey, look and look. The whole thing about that was Marilyn Harry took her. You know, Mary and Harold took her up there. Okay, and. Like, she didn't guess and get close. You oh, know, she was, was nailing it. Yeah, it was one of them things where you had to, uh, five items, they showed five items, you had to get the price from. 
No, she didn't get close. You know, Bob Barker was talking about, good grief, man. You know, how did you know that was three ninety nine? She said, oh, I watch this show every day, me and Jane. He said, we always argue about it. I usually beat him, you know, <laughs> but he don't ever admit it, you know. And I remember him arguing about it. Oh, yeah. James, you didn't win that showcase, you know. <laughs> well, they would be proud. And uh, so Cy is now, a uh, he's still on television uh, with a new show called Going Cyril. Uh, so you guys check that out. Also, Duck Dynasty still on. Uh, new shows are coming up soon. We've already filmed most of them. Um, we filmed today. Did you film today? Oh, you I interviewed. Did, I did interviews. You did interview. I yep. did it right after. Yep. So, uh, yep. so it's been a crazy life. So I's got a book out that's uh, called Serenity. Serenity. Serenity, where he talks about kind of the success he's had and uh, uh, just overall good guy. So everybody loves you and uh, glad that you're. Uh, I think it was interesting that you that you said you've grown closer to God, and I've heard that from a couple of other family members as well. So uh, it's not always the case. Uh, sometimes television and fame and fortune and all that can drive people away from their faith but uh that's why i'm thankful for this family that uh yep. that we remember who we are and whose we are and uh just try to help people out but uh si thanks for coming to the big room and uh we appreciate you coming by and i look forward to seeing the shows are you going to watch going cyber on tv no i'm gonna let y'all tell me about how good it's <laughs> how good or how bad it does uh, yeah. Hey, you gotta love that guy. No cell phone, no computer, (laughs) and doesn't even watch himself on TV. So, uh, that's what kind of guy he is. So thank you, sir, for coming by. My pleasure. All right, that was uh, my uncle Cy Robertson, and he's gonna give us a little commentary. I asked him what his favorite Bible verse, and, um, so we're going to get to the Bible verse, but I will say, uh, sadly, um, that this is actually my last podcast. Uh, we've done this for about a year, and it's been awesome, and I love doing it, and I may come back and do some in the future. Um, but when we talked about doing this, i got to be honest, I kind of thought Duck Dynasty was over, and uh, it just seems like it won't stop. So uh, we keep <laughs> filming more episodes, which is great, and I'm glad you get to watch the episodes, but it is a lot of time, and then... Lo and behold, here come going Cyril, uh, which uh, me and Cyril are on that show together. So I got two shows plus Buck Commander, so three shows. Uh, also got a pass a load of kids and a lot of other stuff. So uh, time is of the essence. Of and, the uh, essence. I don't want to miss the show. I don't want to miss the real show, uh, which is my family and uh, and all that. So I'm going to have to step away, and uh, uh, we'll come back uh, maybe at some point. We'll see what's in the future. But uh, this will be the last podcast. I think it was a good one with, uh, with Uncle Sign. I know a lot of people have asked me. They wanted to talk to him. And I was kind of waiting for this show to uh, go in sour to come out. But uh, So this is it, guys. Uh, it's been a blast. It's been a joy uh, talking with you. I've learned a lot. I've learned how – I think I've learned how we elect a president. Uh, it's coming up. Uh, the elections are coming up. So I'm interested just like you guys to see how that works out. Uh, met a lot of great people, had a lot of great, funny conversations uh, over the past year, and uh, I'm so glad that you uh, tuned in and helped, uh, you know, sharing that with us. And, uh, again, I hate to I hate to sign off, but, uh, but you know, things happen, and uh, I've got to move on with some other uh, adventures and projects. And so uh, so we're going to end, uh, just like we do every podcast, we're going to end. This is Uncle Si's favorite two passages, and I'll read them, and uh, 
uh, we'll let Cy give us a commentary as we go out. So it's uh, John three sixteen and 17, and he says to emphasize 17. It's for God so loved the world in this way. He gave his only, one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him uh, will not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world that he may condemn the world, but the world might be saved through him. Si, that's your favorite one, huh? Yep. 17 is important for the simple reason. I tell people when I'm out in events, okay, you know, that if Jesus, the Savior of the mankind, okay, did not come here to condemn us, don't you ever put yourself condemning another human being. Because, number one, you're not qualified. He was, mm-hmm. okay, and he didn't do it. So, hey, that's a cue for us. Hey, don't get into condemning business. You know, plus there's three things, faith, hope, and love, and everybody knows what the greatest is, love. That's it. Well spoken. So you should have been a preacher. Well, I do every once in a while. He's a, he's a layman preacher. All right, guys. I am a, a not a very good one, but I do preach. Uh, I, I like We all kind of are. All right, guys. You won't hear me on the podcast, but I will see you on TV for show, and uh, we'll catch up down the road. See you guys. Holla. Holla.